the common question for me, asked of me when I was growing up by friends who were um, Episcopalians or Catholic, would be, what are you giving up for Lent? What are you giving up for Lent? The big question. What are we going to sacrifice? Sometimes we get caught up in Ash Wednesday and the Lenten season as a remorseful time of sacrifice. A time of no joy when we slog through the days and give up something we love. Reminding us of the sacrifices we must make, perhaps to please God somehow. It's almost a time-honored tradition of giving up certain routines in our lives. Somehow hoping that this act of self-denial in and of itself will please God. I think we all believe there is more to Ash Wednesday, that there's more to Lent than this. But then we can get overly technical about it, breaking down today's gospel into three parts, pointing out the three areas of discipline mentioned by Jesus, prayer, fasting, and giving alms, all in private, so as not to seek self-glorification. But if we're following these instructions for the sake of following them, or for the sake of being better than the group of hypocrites, or for the sake of following an annual ritual, then we're no better for it. We're simply following the empty idea of self-denial for no real reason. Or maybe even to placate some sort of angry God. And I don't believe in an angry God. We are from dust, and to dust we shall return. This is a helpful reminder to us all. Because we all have a little God complex in us. We all like to be masters of our universe. To try to beat back the forces that might affect our lives and assert our authority over the world around us. And we buy into the idea that we can go it alone and make our mark in the world as individuals dependent on no one. We could be younger, more beautiful, more productive, wealthier, all on our own merit. And so we often forget God. We forget that we owe God, our creator, everything. So being reminded that we are from dust and to dust we shall return is helpful. It gives us a needed grounding for our attitudes. However, we are still loved by God. Hear the psalmist. God is full of compassion and mercy, slow to anger and of great kindness. God will not always accuse us and deal with us according to our sins nor reward us according to our wickedness. This is a merciful God, a loving God, and a God who is in covenant with us. Far from being a deity who is bringing us low in order to remind us who is boss and put us in our place, it is a God who is reminding us of who we are so that God might reestablish or strengthen a relationship with us and bring us to new heights. This is a creator who desires a deeper relationship with us so we might have lives that are more meaningful so that God's creation can reflect more fully God's beauty and grace. When we hear Jesus talk of prayer, almsgiving, and fasting, it is to get us out of our self-absorbed world, out of our busy schedules, 
and get us focused on God, the one who has already showered us with grace in so many ways. We've been beaten up plenty of late. Ash Wednesday in Lent is not here to pile on more bad news. It's the beginning of a season of opportunity. An opportunity to begin new habits. New spiritual disciplines that can draw us closer to God. In the litany of penitence, we come clean before God and acknowledge our sins so that we can remove that barrier between us and God. So we can come closer to God who desires a real relationship with each of us. This is not a season of self-denial to please an angry God. Giving up something is fine, but the real goal is to develop new habits and build a stronger relationship with the God who loves us. So our Creator can continue the work begun in each of us at our baptism, the work of our sanctification, and the work of bringing about God's kingdom. God is at work in us at this very minute, working to make us more fully human so we can reflect the image of a loving God. Now is the time. Now is the time of our salvation.